The Open Tabs Podcast has come back. Guys, we are here. Joe Carlos, what's up, man? How much, brother? Uh, what's good with you, man? Hey, you, man know, you know, you know. I'm sorry, I'm in my wire bands. Oh, so you know, what's good with you otherwise, though, man? You know. <laughs> Joe, you're, you're you're a hilarious dude, man. I, I swear, man. Uh, for those who don't know, that's the for those who don't know, that's 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 the great Avon Barstow. Yeah, yeah, Marlo yeah. Stanfield when he came to, he's like, oh no, so. What's good with you? And you know all that rest of that stuff? Yeah. I said, yeah. get that. West Side. I'm with, I'm with West Side. You know, I'm with West Side, you know. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, one bar still, man. Hey, look. The that, great. The great, great Wood Harris. The, the great, great Wood Harris. Harris. He's, he's, he's outstanding in everything he's in. Outstanding in everything. Um, he's a, he made a Woody Allen movie. People don't uh, He was a celebrity. He played a weatherman in celebrity. Yes, he was a lone black person at a wedding. Um. Uh, and it was, there was, of course, there was a joke about it, but um, yeah, there was a joke about it. But but uh, he 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 did the weather. Uh, he was a weatherman. Of course, he was. like sometimes you're wrong. He said, well, "Occupational hazard." You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Hey, look. So on on uh, you know, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, I, my cousin has not announced, and our family hasn't announced anything online, and I kind of feel mm. like I don't want to jump the gun, but um, okay. I did lose a, a family member over, over the course of the right. week. Um, right. Just want to dedicate uh, this just to, to him, because he, he, you know, this is up his alley. Uh, he's an important person to me. Um, I'm sure at some point I'll be able to, to, to say publicly, but I, you know, I want to give it to, to my family to, to do that first, but sure. at any rate. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, dedicated to 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 that person, one of my favorite people. I, I miss him dearly. Uh, and that said, uh, we're gonna jump into this film, man. Uh, unless you have, do you have anything from Color Purple? Any regrets? Or no, I, you know, I listened to it actually. Um, I listened to it in its entirety uh, this morning. I hadn't I hadn't gone back and listened to it yet. Um, but I listened to it and it's and I usually listen to our show the day we record our show. Um, and so our next show. Yeah, yeah. So that I can provide anything that, that I've got. Uh, I really liked that episode a lot. Um, shout out, shout out to Reese yeah. Uh, yeah. for, Indeed. for uh, just a brilliant insight. And as always, and even more so being a, 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 a trained uh, psychologist yeah. who can provide insight. And it just showed how important it was to him to uh, ask others questions about their perception of the film as well, which I thought, I thought brought just a great deal of uh, great of, great deal of insight. Yeah, I, I uh, to to our to our discussion and probably elevated <laughs> in some senses, but but yeah. still, it's interesting that all three of us, without speaking about it prior to, had so had such an interesting takes on the film, and yeah. it's clear that we you know we did our homework and and um and we're prepared and, and it showed. Uh, so if you haven't seen that episode, it's two hours. You haven't watched it. Uh, if you're watching it, it's going to be a real two hours. But if you haven't, if you haven't listened, you know, put it. Go ahead, put it on two. Uh, put this, the the, uh, the speed on two, yeah. one point five. Or if you just want to hear our sexy voices, just just you know, just give us just just press play. <laughs> but uh, we 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 really get into we really get into the color purple there. So I I, yeah. I had no I literally had no regrets. Yeah. Um. And um. And so hey, here we are on yeah. it together, you and I. I feel. <laughs> thank you, uh, Stevie Wonder slash uh, no problem, no problem, uh, O'Brien. 
slash uh, my, my favorite version of it, uh, uh, young 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 Michael Evans on uh, yes, I, I was I was really going for the Michael Evans, but, but I, I <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Hey, so look, I'm I'm, I'm super excited. I, I agree with you all of your sentiments about the last episode. Uh, it's some of our best work. I'm super excited about this week, man. This is a movie that you know we have. It's been it's it's in our vernacular. We 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 have literally been talking about this movie probably since the uh, inception of our friendship and just learning uh, learning each other. Um, man, 1984. That was that was a, a great year. We talked about 84 before, uh, and and this is the biggest movie of that year, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was the biggest movie. Yeah. Okay. 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 I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't look it up, but I I I can't. I can't imagine anything being bigger. I can't imagine anything else would be bigger. Yeah, this this um, this was in our subconscious, our 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 consciousness, our id, our ego. It was everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Top grossing films. You know, you know what I hate about that now, though. When you look at top grossing movies in a year, uh-huh. they go back now and you see video rental. I mean, okay, well, it no, was. We don't need it. It was. It, it was. It was. It was uh, and I'll go over the. I'll go over that later. But it, okay, it was. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. By fair enough. Uh, and I'm gonna just say this now by. Forty million dollars, man. That's 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 like, and I don't think this is adjusted. I think this is this is this is these are clean stats. Back to my wire. Um, yeah, my, uh, I, but the stats are clean. Stats are clean. That's, that's, that's get on, get on with it. Get on with it. <laughs> hey, man. You, hey, anybody that's listening that hasn't seen the wire, you know, I don't know. Bunny, bunny, bunny. I'm sorry. Bunny, bunny, you bunny. Seen the wire, the wire, of the Sopranos. You better. You best. Yeah. This ain't the podcast for you, man. This ain't you know, the podcast man. for you. Find, find, you know, rewatchables or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. but, but <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. oh, they've watched. They've watched them though. They've watched them. They, they, yeah, they have. They have. Uh, all right. So, nineteen eighty-four. Uh, if you haven't uh, inferred by context clues or by looking behind me, we're talking about or looking at Joe's shirt. Her his his, his beautiful sweatshirt there. Uh, we're talking about Ghostbusters, y'all. Nineteen eighty-four. The the recently departed Ivan Reitman. Um, God bless. God bless. When did Ivan Reitman die? He died uh, last week. Oh man! I wow, this is just okay. I'm sorry to I bring it no to idea. you, Joe. Golly, I didn't know. <laughs> I was that, that was that was uh, that was something else. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Okay, you had, you had a busy you had a busy uh black. History. I was. <laughs> I, 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 you can you can be forgiven for the for, yeah man. We lost Thanks, Ivan man. Reitman, man. We he he uh he passed uh on February 12th. February 12th. Uh, um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Jason um, Jason Reitman. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Died in his sleep, apparently. Okay. Uh, so. Lived a great life. Lived a great life and gave us and a number of other things. He is a very <laughs> important director in my life. Yeah. I got to yeah, do absolutely. Darn. I got to do like a, a thought. A retrospective. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do it at the, at the one month mark. I'm going to do it at okay. the one month mark. Okay. Gosh. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. This is all right. So, I mean, you could not escape Ghostbusters in, in, in 1984. There was no way. Even if you had no access to a movie theater, even if you were, you know, whatever the case was, it was literally everywhere. And mm-hmm. I venture to say, well, I, I, I'll let you, let you jump in it, Joe. Like, walk me through your journey to, towards seeing Ghostbusters and, and, and all that, that that entails, entrails, as Christopher <laughs> Moltisanti would say. <laughs> Thank you. It's interesting because you, by now, if you've watched, if you listen to our our podcast, and this is probably our thirty something, if 
40, almost 40th episode. If you listen to our podcast, I can look that up quickly, but I'm not going to do that right now. But if you listen to our podcast, <laughs> you, you have a better understanding of the fact that I was born in 1974. Okay. So when this movie came out, I was 10 years old. The movies of my childhood that were dominated my childhood, nine times out of 10, unless it was uh, Rocky, a Rocky film or Color Purple like last week. But more often than not, I saw this not in the theater. I did not see these films in the theater, uh, but I saw them on either uh, home box office. I'm just going to say home box office. So because if you don't know what that is, then we really have to talk. Uh, I, I saw it on home box office uh-huh. or on, on uh, <laughs> cassette. Yeah. And and so this is one of those films. And partly because my mother thought that the title was <laughs> of the occult. And no. so and so yes. and so if you listen to last week's episode, if you listen to the color purple episode, you will hear you will I, I explain how every day coming home, my mother would not listen to K104 or KVIL or or any of the things in Dallas that would have pop or RB uh, or early days of hip hop. You know, none of that music. We were listening to Heaven 97, 970 on the AM dial with uh, the great uh, Joe Bagby, uh, who it was all it was all gospel. Yeah. It was all gospel, like all, yeah. all that. That was what my mother listened yeah. to, imbued, yeah. imbued us with it. So yes. the term Ghostbusters, uh, it was like, no, 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 no. We're yeah. not doing that. We're yeah. not doing that. Even though, yeah. even though specters are mentioned in the Bible mm-hmm. and all that, I wasn't going to split hairs. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. no one had a birthday party summer 84, wherein... I could go to a Ghostbusters birthday party, right? Mm. So that did not happen. Okay. That did not happen somewhere before. Okay. It was around us. You could uh-huh. not get away from it. The uh-huh. song was infectious. Yeah. But was I taken to see it? No. Was oh, I yeah. allowed to go see it? No. No. Okay. Uh, I was not able to see it probably until it was on cable and I was in Jackson, Mississippi at, with my cousins uh-huh. and at my my beloved Aunt Jean's house, mm-hmm. Aunt Jean and Uncle Richard's house, Yeah. watching with my brother Jordan, and my cousin Driscoll, my sister was one years old at the time, was only one years old at wow. the time in 84. So I probably saw it around 85, but you yeah. could not escape it. So it was a cultural phenomenon in a great summer, in a great year. Yeah. Of yeah. A, when, when America, let's be honest here, America <laughs> has some great, great years. Yeah. United States of America. Yeah. But 1984. Yeah. Talk an about election, it. an election year. Yep. Mondale got white. <laughs> he did. He did later in, 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 in November, but an election year, uh-huh. Jesse Jackson. So, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the, the specter, Jesse Jackson running for president. 84. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think new Coke is 85. I think new Coke is 84. Maybe it's 85, but, but, but Round uh, that time. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. All over the place. All over the place. Alvin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Billy Jean. <laughs> Imagine yeah. to be able to find Beat space. It. Yeah. Imagine being able to find space for another cultural phenomenon in a in a year like '84. It's insane. Then yeah. there's a kid from Minneapolis too. Yeah. It's probably his third or fourth album. Yeah, he yeah. comes out with his magnum opus. Yeah, yeah. Purple Rain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and oh, and there's a guy from Jersey who made another album called Born on the Fourth of July. I mean, uh, Born in the USA. Excuse me. Yeah. So I mean media perspective it's insane yeah. 84 is nuts yeah. so inside of all that then we have the olympics that are hosted in where yeah. los angeles at the coliseum yeah. we've got carl a lewis. lot going yes carl lewis greg luganis uh edwin edwin moses morehouse college class that's, of 1978. Right. that's right we have a lot going on uh yeah. valerie briscoe hooks yeah uh, uh jackie joiner i mean man there's a lot going on right yeah the 
the Olympic uh, Olympic basketball, Karsh Karat. Look, Mary Lou. Yeah. The point being, eighty four had was man, you your attention, you you you're all over the place. Yeah. Ninety two yeah. was cool and similar, but eighty four yeah. you're literally all over the place. Yeah. So then in the middle of all that, what's the number one movie? What's the movie we're watching more than anything else? <laughs> a movie about ghosts in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That captures the attention of the world. But mm-hmm. Joseph Carlos living at 865 Bitternut in Coppell, Texas at the time, <laughs> was not allowed. Little Joseph was not allowed to see it. Bitternut, hey. Yeah, I got you. Coppell, Texas, 75016. So I was not allowed to go see it. I think that's right. I don't, I don't even know if that's right. But I was not allowed to go see it. So <laughs> it was, but it was everywhere. And I think a big part of it was the song. Mm-hmm. Music videos were a thing. Mm-hmm. And they had celebrities in the, in the music videos that made it catchy. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it, it was buy-in from all these people. And Ghostbusters was a celebration during a time of celebration. I, I, it's like we were celebrating... Just being American and winning. Yeah, excess. Being great. Excess. <laughs> you, ever, you know uh, the, uh, the other guys said, the bacon at him, all bacon. This is America. <laughs> so you couldn't escape Ghostbusters. No. And I don't know what it was like in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure it was very similar. I don't know what it was like in yeah. Atlanta. Oh, yeah. But, but you couldn't escape it. So how, 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 what was your introduction or how, how are you? Much the same. Uh, I, I didn't, it was not as overt for me. I was spy. So like for me, you know, I was caught up in the, in the, the, just the, the imagery of the film, uh, but didn't really, get, you know, I, I, I don't even know if I went to the theater to see this or not, to be honest with you. Uh, I may have just knowing my parents, but I don't remember it. Uh, I remember my, my viewings of this are, are, are HBO as well. Like, you know, watching it on, on cable uh, and uh, you know, in, in my early, like, at this point, I was more of a Dan Aykroyd guy than a Bill Murray guy. Sure. Uh, which, you know, uh, looking back on it, it was kind of weird because <laughs> Murray pretty, had all the lines. Yeah, Murray has all the lines. Yeah. He's all the lines. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Uh, you know, but this was uh this is this is early childhood for sure. And and to your point, man, like you know, we had gotten uh cable and 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 uh MTV. You could not escape this video on MTV, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> it was I mean, it was literally on every 30 minutes or so and on the radio every 30 minutes or so. And, you know, this is, again, it, as you pointed out, the kings of the world, Michael Jackson, Prince, Lionel Richie. Like, oh, how can I, oh, Lord, how can I forget my dog, Lionel? They're dominating. I, I can't slow down. I can't, I can't slow down. I'm sorry, Lionel. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, sorry. the big man Clarence Clemens on, on, on sax with, with, with your boy Springsteen, oh, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like the E Street Band. Like this is this is. I mean, when you talk about, I'm so glad that you pointed it out in this way. Competing for attention. Uh, like your attention was. I mean, in '84, Cabbage Patch Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids. Like, I mean, you know, this is this is when uh, we are starting to really see the dominance of, of multimedia and how multimedia can affect things. And yep. I, you know, I, I think back to like spinoffs and ties to the movie. Like I was used to spinoffs and ties to TV shows. Like, you know, I was at this point in my life, I was a He-Man guy. Every single He-Man, my dad, I think my dad did not want to take me out into public 
because if I saw a He-Man figure that I didn't have, I wanted it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was very, you know, or some Smurfs merchandise. I was big into the Smurfs, uh, uh, to much to mm-hmm. my my chagrin. Uh, you know, I was big into anything like that. I was I wanted it, and I wanted to be exposed to it. And so Ghost, Ghostbusters was much the same. I, you know, I mean, I wanted I wanted to be a part of that, man. Um, and so uh, I I I didn't. I, again, I don't recall seeing it, but I can't say that I didn't see it. I definitely uh, 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 saw it on cable, uh, but couldn't escape it. And, and, you know, it was in the zeitgeist. I wasn't something that we ne- actually talked about oddly, uh, you know, in, in school or whatever, but it was definitely something that, you know, it was kind of a given, like, oh, you've seen Ghostbusters, or, you know, somebody say, I, I've not seen Ghostbusters, then, you know, they were getting clown. Like, you know, how, how, you know, how could you not see Ghostbusters? So there's that. But uh, yeah. at, at any rate, man, um, so... I'm interested to jump into the little things about this film, man, because I, I know for you, there's a ton of, of of things that, I mean, as many times as you've seen this movie, as many, you know, memories as you have. I, um, it's New York. New York is a little thing, which is hard for New York to be a little thing. And I, I, I yeah. always like it. I always much get, must give respect to Lenny Price, uh, Dr. McKinley L. Price II, for mentioning a, uh, a locale or a location being a, a cast member or a vital part, obviously a vital part of a film. Yeah. I think it's important here because they shot this film in New York City. This isn't like Toronto. You know, by that point, Superman was being shot in Canada. Superman mm-hmm. 2 was being shot in Canada. Mm-hmm. Superman 3, eventually, subsequently, Superman 3 was as well. Mm-hmm. They shot, they went to New York, had Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ivan Reitman and Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver. Let's just be, let's mm-hmm. just keep it, keep it bu- a book. Yeah. And said, we're going to make this movie in New York. Yeah. It's going to be in huge New York venues, New York spaces, mm-hmm. uh, and with New York exteriors and interiors. We're going to do it like this. I think it, part of it, the authenticity of the film is mm-hmm. that it's shot where it was. So a little thing to me is 1984 New York, which is still and a hangover from disco in the 70s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's but it's charting starting to be huge uh the same new york three years later we see in wall street mm-hmm. the same new york that we've seen in so, there's so many wonderful new york pictures mm-hmm. from 1984 to about 1991 92 mm-hmm. and in fact we were going to possibly do one of those new york pictures for today and there were just some amazing films we made in new york mm-hmm. i think the cinematic part of this movie is lost because of the comedy, but yeah. that New York, wherein Times Square was a crapshoot. It was not a family friendly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not a yeah. family friendly place where you yeah. just come and have bubble gum shrimp. I mean, there was it was an open air market for any number of vice trades. Yes, okay? vice um, trades, vice <laughs> trades. All right, so look that up. If that went over your head, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I'm not slowing down. That's a different New York. Yeah, it's Ed Koch's New York. It's before absolutely. Dinkins came in and did what he had to do, and then mm-hmm. before Rudy came in and let's be honest, cleaned some things up. Yeah, so that's yeah. a different. That's a different New York. Okay. Yeah, so and and despite all that and the gravitas of the moment, they still made this charming picture, but mm-hmm. they still have commentary on the New York of the time. Yeah. So they're making fun of the third mortgage. They're making fun of we can we can buy an old. Um, uh, firehouse and mm-hmm. make it our make it our place. They mm-hmm. go over the, they talk about the numbers. You know how much that firehouse? Do you have any clue? I think like 25, 30, 40 million dollars to yeah. buy that thing today. Yeah, yeah, but, correct. But they were complaining over the, the price of it then. Mm-hmm. Another little thing for me working in higher education, 
oh, for the last 16 years on and off, is the Columbia stuff. The Columbia oh, stuff. oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> the fact that it's rooted in like these guys are Ivy League. It's it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an ongoing joke, and it all comes from the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah. They're all gonna always kind of make fun of each other. Yeah. But it's it's an ongoing joke about about you know the Ivy Leagues and higher education and is it important? Is it not important? Mm-hmm. When half the half of the talent comes from no college at all or some Canadian school we never heard of. Mm-hmm. And then the other half of the talent did go to Harvard and wrote for the Lampoon or mm-hmm. did go to Brown and, and, and wrote for the uh, the Daily Observer like my brother did. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, excuse me, the Daily Herald. Um, so, and was an improv and all those things. So they're always going to be a little, little barbs they throw at higher ed or at, or at, or at, uh, or at you know, at, at specifically uh, an Ivy like, like Columbia. Yeah. I thought one more little thing for me was I, I did talk about the eight, well, the 84, uh, the 84 authenticity yeah. of the moment, yeah. uh, how certain things were such a big deal in 84. I really love that. In, in addition to that, I think this film is timeless, though, too, and despite the fact that it was made in a certain time. I think that you can watch this always and, and pretty much relate. Yep. And it's, there's, there's nothing that's too, too 1984, too 1980s that a person, that my daughter can't one day watch, one day soon can't watch, and not relate to why you know to how something's happening so sure. they were real forward thinking by making sure that it was something that could be you know uh watched always and, I, and the last thing is despite the supernatural thing for me another little thing is it's believable yeah it's not too fantastical i mean if you suspend your belief that there are ghosts it's it's at that point i guess everything's believable i guess but sure. but the scale was huge the story was not yeah and to me that's a that's a little thing that they thought about well in advance i mean something was well written yeah. so the writing is another little thing for me yeah that i absolutely love not to mention the one-liners which i know we're going to go over so <laughs> what about you brother Man, so many one-liners all right so for me i i agree on the city uh, of new york uh you know I, I, having i didn't go to new york until i was an adult you know what i mean uh until one of my best friends moved there and i visited him and just the wonderment of what that city was at that point in time was incredible. Uh, and I thought they nailed that. Yeah. Um, I, might I say I, something, might I say something yeah, on sure, that? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. We, since, like you, I, I went with New York when I was like four or five. I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware of what that meant. But what, where I grew up in Dallas, mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. that I had been even at four or five put me mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a hierarchical place higher than my classmates. Many mm-hmm. of whom uh, thought they had things that are better than me, better than me, just because of the color of our skin, mm-hmm. or had experiences better than me, just because of the color of our skin. But the fact that I'd been to New York, or I'd been to Boston, or I'd been, I'd been to these different places, was a big deal. So, but to what you said, New York, we, this was New York to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so New York City to me was whatever Ghostbusters was. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it was. So yeah. I went when I was a little kid, and then I went back summer '89 when Ghostbusters two. Was mm-hmm. in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Was two was in the theaters, yeah. and and I can say one thing about the two films because it gets. I don't know why it gets so maligned. I can say one thing about the two films: the consistency and the love of New York was the same throughout. But absolutely. please go ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the other thing for me, the big thing for me, is the casting of the film. Uh, you know, like as I kind of alluded to, I was more of a Dan Aykroyd guy at that time, but having Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. And Harold Ramis together, and and, and Ernie Hudson, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the chemistry that's there. I mean, you can say what you will about what happened with Bill Murray and, and Harold Ramis later on in life and how they fell out. But um, like there's a lot of chemistry between those two guys. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, uh, the way that they played off each other, the way that Dan Aykroyd and, and Bill Murray play off of each other, the way Bill Murray plays off of Sigourney Weaver, the way that, you know, Annie Potts, like just every role was nailed. Uh, my man, Rick Moranis, uh, they, they, every one of those roles was perfectly played and they bounced off each other and, and the chemistry was there uh, in such a way that it really like, I mean, it led to making some of those one liners that you're going to talk about so great. I mean, if you think about somebody else saying some of these things, it just doesn't it, it doesn't have the same thing. And, and, and so uh, just that element of it and, and uh, the, 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 the interplay between the cast, I thought was really, really fantastic. Uh, I, I just for me, you know, again, we'll talk about the music a whole lot later, but the music was also perfect. And not just, the, you know, the, the ubiquitous theme, but the, the music in and around like the the, the kind of uh, upbeat like piano driven stuff like the the, the mm-hmm. blues brothers type 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 stuff played in the background when they're running from here to there and doing this that and the other you know uh it just it, it it was really it made that the movie just that much more fun it's a fun movie yeah uh, and and you know i think you know i mean you can go into it like if if, if you had the kind of parents that we had you know and they just hear the title ghostbusters and, and the occult and all this kind of thing. You don't think of it really necessarily being fun, but this is a fun, 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 fun movie. Like it's fun every single time. Uh, it's, it's you know, I mean, it has some jump scares uh, for, for probably for, for some smaller kids, uh, but generally uh, just just a, a really fun experience and, and all of that kind of went into that. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, as far as uh, your, your uh, unsung heroes of the movie, Joe, uh, who, who who might they be? Well, uh, Janine. Um, yeah. Janine is my Janine is my unsung hero because she has <laughs> yeah. without yeah. Janine. I mean, we're not going to ever. The left of their devices, the three of them, they'll never. No. They're never going to stoop to answer any phones. No. Um, I, I Janine is an unsung hero for me. And her glasses, just yeah. Annie Potts. Annie Potts is she's a, she's an American gem. Yeah. In my in my in my uh, estimation, and everything she's yeah. done. I'm, yeah. Designing women to that that movie she had that show she had in Birmingham about growing up uh, with a black woman, um, but I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I'll fly away. I, I, it's oh like, yeah, it was, it was, it was on Lifetime. It was on Lifetime. Okay. They, okay. They, this show, uh, I just remember like radio ads for that during Delilah. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> Delilah, oh my gosh, Delilah. Um, <laughs> the there you go. There you go, Nina and Shay. Uh, hey. So um, <laughs> there's gonna be some singing today. Uh, I'm gonna do okay. that today. Okay, but Good. but. But still, uh, so yeah, and, uh, to me, Janine, Janine's great in, in that. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you got to say Lewis Tully. Lewis yeah. T- Rick Moranis is Lewis Tully to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, is he's an unsung hero because he's this unassuming, I guess, like tax attorney. It seems like he's a tax attorney. Yeah, yeah. And we, we haven't really we, we talked about it. I never looked it back up, but it seems like he's a tax attorney. And as you and I, as you and I mentioned, doing well. Yeah. And then he gets <laughs> Because of where his apartment is and all this paranormal activity happens, his life has changed yeah. forever. Yeah, and he goes and and, and he has a, a, a paranormal experience and all this stuff <laughs> happens to him. And but you know he's still he's still sticking out, man. He, yeah. he's, he's sticking out, staying true. It's hard to disassociate Louis like Moranis's uh, job in, in uh, portrayal in one and two. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to disassociate the two. Yeah. But as I'm saying it, I'm trying. Like I've 
two sides of my brain are currently warring right now and uh, trying to trying to separate them. But I thought he was a great uh, unsung hero because if it weren't for for you know his character. I, I think parts of the film wouldn't necessarily have come together. No, so so totally I, I I think he those are my two unsung unsung heroes. How about you? That's that's I I, I totally agree. Uh, I, I probably would have had him in, in a different order. I would have done Lewis and, and, and Janine. But uh, I want to talk real quick about Janine's uh, uh, crush on on Egon and <laughs> <laughs> and how how oblivious Egon was to, to could the, care less. The crush. Could care less. Could care less. He was a man of science. Out of my way, Jack. <laughs> you know what I mean. I also grow fungus, funguses, spores, and molds. <laughs> quintessential nerd i love it there's something it. about like the way he said it juxtaposed to his entire aesthetic yeah yeah it just yeah. was like this he is he seemed asexual yeah and, and, and I, don't, I don't i mean i mean you know and or absolutely and i don't say that in some way like it's right 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 not trying to right, right. Like, it's not, no, not, a, not at all yeah it's it's just, not he seemed to have no he was only he, was he seemed asexual. Laser and, focused on science. And, la- and laser focused on what made him, what brought him, <laughs> what brought him happiness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So absolutely. But she was so oblivious. She, yeah. She didn't, she didn't see it. She didn't see it at all. She didn't see it. No. But she's hugged up on him every opportunity she has. You know, like I, when he rises up from underneath the desk, uh, that, that the, whole the whole time. The whole time. Stop staring at me, Janine. You got the bug eyes. <laughs> Janine was yes. perfect, man. Yes. Sorry about the bug guys. I'll Janine. be in my office. I'll be in my office. It's like we're right behind her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Janine was perfect. Uh, Louis Tully, I mean, what else can really be said? That party looked pretty amazing that he was having uh, for, hey, for... Yeah, Casey Kaysen's wife there. I don't know how he pulled her to get her upstairs. Um, <laughs> he had a nice little party going. Yeah, man. Track suits. Who brought the dog? Who brought, yeah, who, the-, who brought the dog? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, he was going to sneak a dog into the places. Central Park West. Yeah, Louis Tully, Central Park West. Hey, man, Rick Moranis is, is you know, not enough is said about his, his career and, and what, uh, what he contributed to, to our, our, our childhood. He, he, was, he was an amazing guy for, uh, for a brief period of time. Uh, yeah, very brief. Yeah. He, had a, he had a moment. Yeah, yeah, he had a moment. Sometimes life gives you a moment. Um, and uh, there's one other. Um, you know, I don't know if... if, if, if uh, if Sigourney Weaver really counts as an unsung necessarily because she's she's rather sung, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think she's rather sung. Yes, but Dana's Dana Dana versus uh, when she's when she's possessed by Zul, uh, just the, the the juxtaposition of those two characters. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. she really is doing a dual role at this point. <laughs> I'm just, wondering, I'm wondering, was that her later in the film when she was there in the 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 woman who's with the like box cut? Yeah, I thought that was her, but I, I could be absolutely wrong but I, I i thought it was her i i, if, I did but I, I always worked on the assumption it was and 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 i mean that that contributes so much to you, okay you talked about 84 when did aliens come out was that 80 84 or 85 or 86 like that was it was later it was later it was later. i watched okay. that i watched okay. that with my dad on uh, okay. on 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 uh, maybe 87 okay 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 alien okay. alien is 80 or 81 Right. I think I think aliens is like eighty six or eighty seven. I was okay. in sixth grade when that when that came out. It was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the woman's name? What was the Ripley. woman's name? Ripley. No, 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 no. Oh. The other one with the gun. 
Uh, oh, 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 the, the uh, like the one that Michelle Rodriguez reminds me of now. Uh, yeah, 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 I can't uh, remember that. I know exactly what you're talking about. She had a great exactly. line in that. She had a yeah. great line in the film. Yeah, I gotta go back fantastic. and see that. I gotta go back and see that. But yeah, I think it was it was a little later. Okay, okay. I, that was that was definitely a, a tagline of mine in sixth and seventh grade. So so like I was able to see aliens. I was a little older. I was a little older, but, but yeah. still. Oh, and, and, and one last thing, uh, as far as uh is 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 the characters go, man. Uh I just love I love Winston. Like Winston just was just really trying to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get to why Winston was having more feelings. He wasn't an unsung care. Uh, no, he wasn't uh, unsung for me. For me, it's something but, different. But well, let's segue into that then. Talk about talk about Winston. Talk. Let's start. Let's start with this. There was a Ghostbuster. There was a sketch on Saturday Night Live, which is like a Ghostbuster sketch, which is it's meta. Okay. Since 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 two of the cast know, members, is, yeah. Well, no, well, it, this is born of this is bo- cast members and writers. This yeah. is a go. This is this is a Saturday Night Live. And with all due respect, I'm sorry that we're this far into the the conversation, and I have not mentioned that, and I apologize for that. So this is one of, you know, the ghost. This is a Saturday Night Live, uh, a property. If you yeah. if, if essentially essentially, yeah. Yeah. and I mean, the first one was probably like Animal House ish. And yeah. then, then you got then you got to the Animal House Blues Brothers, Brothers or Blues Brothers and Blues Brothers Animal House, uh, mm-hmm. and, and whatever order that comes in, and yeah. then and then Stripes, yeah, and then you get and I'm really saying it because of the alums, yeah. So Reitman was a writer, yeah. He was a writer on the Harvard Lampoon, yeah. And then you have, of course, you have Murray, and, there, yeah. and there's a lot of there's a lot of it's kind of like the top. yeah, uh, probably probably, but I don't know. I need to check, but probably not actually, probably not. But there's a lot of overlap. It's kind of like the Judd Apatow. Everybody, you worked for Judd. And you wrote here, and you were yeah, in the movie. And geeks, you're all you were, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were all part of this 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 comedy universe that ran yeah. and has been running the show, right? right? Fortunately, that's kind of been broken up for somewhat as of late. But all these people kind of were around each other. But this is the first huge. Well, the Blues Brothers was big, and the Animal House was too. But this is the biggest one. Yeah. So so having said that, it's interesting because then they did a they did a you know they had to make fun of Ghostbusters, right? Because they weren't there. So the current yeah. cast members had to make fun of Ghostbusters. Yeah, sure. So they do, and there's a there's a there's a a sketch where a young Julie Louis Dreyfus and oh gosh, <laughs> I can't remember the woman the woman who was in Feds the movie Feds, um, and I think she was in True Beverly Hills too. I can't remember, but they were talking about like who's uh, it was Jim Belushi making mm-hmm. fun of Ghostbusters of a huge <laughs> Ghostbuster of a super Ghostbusters fan. Yeah, Jim Belushi, which is ironic because John was supposed to be in the film. And I'm sure Jim felt some kind of way because he wasn't asked yeah, to yeah. be in the film. Yeah, sure. But anyway, he goes and says, who's your favorite Ghostbusters? I'm going to find the clip so I can send it to you. Okay. And then this lady says, I like the black one. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody says, and then I think Julie Lewis Dreyfus says, but he didn't do nothing. He's like, no, but I like the black one. He's like, why? I'm just doing the voices here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he said, I think if he had been told, go do a good Ghostbusting job and he would have done it well. <laughs> and do your ghost busting. Long story short, that was the perception. He didn't yeah. do anything. He's not on the posters. He's not, he's not, you know, he's not out front, which is it is what it is. Yeah. He wasn't one yeah. of the main guys. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't on the ground floor, but sure, right. he was on like the half floor. Oh, yeah. Benjamin Malkovich. He was yeah, on the yeah. half floor. Nine, nine and a half floor. floor. Yes. Yeah. So to, to <laughs> your point, he wanted a job. And yeah. I love the I love the shot, right? It's it's that upward shot. It's that shot that later, you know, so many people have used him. He looks larger than life. His uh-huh. brother coming in like a work shirt, like a flannel work shirt, yeah. you know, uh, with some tight Levi's on, just trying to come yeah. get a job. Yeah. And with, the, with that hard part. He, he saw the ad. <laughs> yeah. Look, you got a steady paycheck. Yeah. I believe whatever you say. 
Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, and then Akron how many brothers through? do that right now? <laughs> Constantly. Constantly. And Akron, Akron comes in and hires him on the yeah. spot. Yeah. Haven't yeah. even yeah. checked anything. Yeah. Haven't checked the thing. Yeah. They need some help. They yeah. hand, he hands him the he hands him the uh the the, 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 the proton the things, traps, the, the proton yeah. traps. Yeah. Did it. Turn it, did it. The light yeah. is green, the trap is clean. Joe, it's there a was a time when we knew the names of all these and had all the toys and, and, and the proton hey, packs. On their back and they oh that's the wrong. Still on their back though. They, yeah, sure. Vigo wouldn't Vigo the cartoon was not made his uh, appearance yet. Yes, but I want <laughs> yes, but no, for me, Winston Zedmore is a great character because he's he's an everyman. Yeah, and you need it in every man, I think, in this film. Yeah. yeah. Just to ground us in reality of how other people who are not paranormal obsessed or science obsessed or you know or, or sci-fi obsessed how yeah. they would per- perceive this work yeah and so and so because of that uh because of that i i think his him being there was special yeah. and and he added he added some levity at specific times yeah and uh and and i so i i appreciate it i appreciate it joe i got him in my background and i completely forgot my, my other uh unsung hero stay puff the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had never heard of Stay Puft before. I thought they were making a real product. Yeah, it is. I thought they were making fun of. I think it is, but I'd never. Well, I thought Stay Puft was real. They, I, I thought they were just making fun of the Michelin Man. I thought they were making fun of the Michelin Man too, but I thought it was real. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe he is real. No, it's fictional. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's fictional, but I thought I thought it was. Part, I thought well, Dana had a bag of Stay Puft in her apartment. If you pay, close yeah, because attention. it was, yeah, because it's fictional. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she oh, had a ba- she had a bag of Stay Puft marshmallows. How do you Love think they did? The, how do you think they did the uh, the the eggs on the the egg gag? They had them pop. In that and surface, fried. that surface probably was heated. I think it's probably the the. I guess, but like truly, yeah. like it was like a yeah. uh, Benihana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had to have been something like that. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. But uh, yeah, man, uh, the Steve of Marshmallow Man <laughs> rampaging through New York, and and, and the, the origin thereof, you know, just uh, just and don't think it. <laughs> they burn him right, so these gloop, these large glo- globs of, of marshmallow. Of, of, hey, <laughs> that that's a way to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Melted, yeah, yeah. melted marshmallow. Oh my gosh! Just follow me, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's have the biggest uh, bonfire possible. (laughs) Exactly. Go go. grab your Hershey's and your uh and your your graham crackers. Do it. Let's do it. The Save of Marshmallow Man was was incredible in that, like, it was completely non frightening, but also extremely menacing. Like, yeah, (laughs) right. Perfect, perfect for that particular moment in the movie. Uh, the perfect culmination of like, I mean, because, you know, you expect them to think of uh, any number of things and, and to think of the State Bush Mar- Marshmallow Man and, and have it come out and actually be a, a credible threat. Uh, they, they've tried to do this. I don't know if you've seen uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, no, I haven't. Not. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's not my, that's not well, my spoiler story. alert for anybody who, who cares to watch it. <laughs> uh, the big boss at the end of uh, the, the Suicide Squad is a giant starfish, much kind of like in keeping with this except it probably was a little bit more threatening in what it was doing but you know i mean it just made it gave credibility to the big ridiculous boss uh and every video game now has some kind of big ridiculous boss 
just like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that uh, if you take it, uh, if you if you take it as a joke, uh, it will destroy everything you know and love. So yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so um, uh, Unsung Heroes, we've gotten that covered. Uh, we talked about Winston. I, I again just trying to trying to work, answer the ad, and he and he did his thing. He was he was he was crucial. He was there, uh, and 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 you know was was perfect for the for the job. Uh, did the job well. Like so many brothers, you know, just going to work. Dude, just need a chance. Just need yeah. a chance. Just need a chance. <laughs> just need. A, just give me a chance, man. Uh, I um. I oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, no, go, 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 go. I've got um. So I, I have to do the speech. Yeah. For for Lewis Tully. Yes. And after he was uh, possessed by Vince Clortho. Vince Clortho. Um, <laughs> yeah. He got arrested, and he was on the street. He got arrested. Teammaker. I know you all are into this thing. So, yeah, you know, the cops dropped them off. Down. Police dropped them off at the Ghostbusters. I know you all are into this thing. So here he is, you know. Yeah. yeah. Most of the Traveler. He will come in one of the pre-chosen forms. During the rectification of the Vodranai, the Traveler came as a large moving torb. Then, in the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplicants, they chose a new form for him. That of a giant slore. <laughs> and he showed the fools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slore that day, I can tell you. Okay. Joe. So. <laughs> that is that was fantastic thank you i read it every but, single but, time uh, <laughs> thank you but brilliance yeah and once we saw that i said okay we have i don't know what i was 10 uh-huh. or 11 uh-huh. i said i have seen something i will never forget now okay yeah. oh, yeah. i was 10 i was i was 10 when i saw it. i was see something i will never forget now yeah okay yeah. and i have yeah. a friend my dear friend dorian noel Daggs, esquire i don't care how cool he gets like big time guy uh down down in palm beach big 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 time attorney Mm-hmm. However, if I, I'm going to call him after we're done <laughs> and I'm going to say, give me the, I need the Lewis Tully and he, uh-huh. and he will be able to spit it just like he did the first time in 1993, we lived at Drew Hall at 511 Gresham Place Avenue Northwest in Washington, D.C. And so I'm saying all that to say, this is a very memorable speech mm-hmm. and it lets you know this is a different type of sci-fi film. Yep. I later did the research on it. All of it was fake. Oh, yeah. That's what I was, was real. Go ahead. That is what I was going to say is there are about 50 Reddit threads, all of them asking, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, what, does it mean? <laughs> what is the meaning behind? And, and, and to your point, there, there is no meaning. It is it's strictly just creative writing, creative writing. Ackroyd does not get the love, some of the love he, he, no. he probably rightfully deserves. Oh, you know who is an unsung hero, uh, even though she was in the movie for five seconds, his beautiful wife, Donna Dixon, who ah. plays a ghost, who plays a ghost that when he was asleep, uh, she plays a go. She she of bosom buddies fame. Ah yes, well yes yes play, play, plays a ghost who then comes in and uh, visits him in the night. So just can we talk it. about some of the guests? Like all right, so the video had a bunch of uh, celebrities. Yeah. Run like it that, right, run it, but, bro, run it. But like just the the film itself, man. Uh, Ron Jeremy's in this film somehow. Uh, the hitch. I don't Where? know if, you're, if we're allowed to. He was one Where? of the uh, by, he was like one of the the barricaded like when they had the barricades up. He's one of the people yeah. in, the, in the in the crowd there. Okay, I had yeah. no idea. The, the hedgehog is there. Uh, I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about Ron Jeremy. Uh, he's been canceled. I mean, yeah. But, okay, but I didn't know that. I didn't know. We, we know who he is, and if you yeah. don't know who he is, then you know that's good for you. Uh, but yeah, so he's there. Bill Walton's in the movie. Uh, very briefly, Bill Walton. Where, yeah. Where? Where? He was, uh, I think he was one of the guests. No, he wasn't one of the guests that, uh, he was in the parade, maybe? Let me, okay. I got to pull up the IMDb. But he's, like, that name just pops up. Bill Walton's there. Um, 
Ah oh, man, who else is in it? I think I want to say that Ray Parker actually has a moment in the movie too. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Okay. Uh, all right, I, I'm gonna have to pull it up, man, because I. I'm, yes. I'm, oh no, no problem, no problem. Yeah, uh, since we're talking, since we're talking, Ray Parker, Larry King. I, I mean, yeah, okay. I knew Larry King was in. I knew Larry King was in. Uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, as you mentioned, uh, Casey Kasem's wife. So Reginald Bell Johnson was the guard. And Casey Kasem, though. And Casey, and Casey Kasem. Kasem's in it. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. He's in it. And this is at the, the height of Casey brothers. Kasem's powers. Oh, yeah. This, it's like right now, today would have been his day, Saturday. Well, at least where yeah. I grew up. He yeah, played yeah. Top 40 Countdown. Top 40 yeah. Countdown was on Saturdays, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. Friday night videos? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and in Atlanta, we had one. night tracks on TBS. Of course. Of course. The Friday night videos on NBC? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember I got to stay up for Malcolm Jamal Warner host. <laughs> With uh, Tempest Bledsoe, and then later, later, later then, uh, I remember Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince hosted. Oh gosh, that was a big deal. God, God bless the eighties. Yeah, but but um, good clean fun. So um, I know Casey Kasem was on, and he talked about what happened when they because Granny Weaver's listening to Casey, right? As she ta- as they talk about the Ghostbusters, and then he comes back and gives gives her an update on her on her case. I guess in a sense, which never really ends until right. it ends right. until the end of the movie. So, uh, uh, so Ron Jeremy was a man behind a barricade. Debbie Gibson okay. uh, of, of, of of 80s pop fame. She was the birthday yeah. girl in Tavern on the Green. So the scene. In the wow, Tavern was she an actress? No, she just was there. She's, I mean, you know, uh, uh, uncredited was in the scene. Ivan Reitman was the voice of Zool and Slimer. I knew that. Uh, Bill Walton was himself, apparently, but uncredited. So I don't know what exactly he did, but he was somewhere probably towards the end, uh, just based on how they do IMDb. Um, he was a Boston Celtic at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on that team. Uh, that the their their eighty four uh, team. Eighty four team. Yeah, which was like probably their greatest team ever. Yeah. <laughs> probably probably their greatest yeah. team ever. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean that's 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 it for the uh, for the cameos that I could I could really see in 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 in, in of note yeah two two had a few more cameos um yeah. but but with bobby brown is, is the one that's leaping leaping to mind right now but it's interesting um you know that like that you say it's kind of like i guess it's kind of like uh aaron Rodgers being in uh on the episode of game of thrones but but um <laughs> i was also gonna since you you mentioned ray parker jr right uh i was also going to just go off of these lyrics because I had I had a I had a little Facebook. Oh, it is time for it. Go ahead, Joe. Debate, Go ahead. Debate, debate conversation this about is, what song was better. Is it on our own, Ghostbusters Two? Okay. Or is it or is it Ghostbusters, a song hmm. by Ray Parker Jr. Hmm. And so this song was, um, oh, it won the BAFTA for best original song written for a film. Okay. It was nominated for best original song. Okay. Ghostbusters is an Oscar-nominated film. Yeah. For best original song. I had no idea. It was nominated for best original song. It was that much of a phenomenon. And he won the Grammy for best pop instrumental performance for this song. Mm. Now, as I was going back and forth with people saying, you know, On Our Own to me was better because it talked about the film and this and that. It mm-hmm. was the great Nicholas Scott Turner. I spoke to earlier this week. Ah, uh, yes. Who who mentioned one <laughs> Shout lyric? Out to Nick. <laughs> yes. Who mentioned a lyric to me that that I forgot? That says, "Bustin' makes me feel good." And yes, when, let's talk about it. <laughs> when when that's in the song, <laughs> when, that, when that's in a song in 1984. By the way, 
uh-huh, uh-huh. an R&B, an R- a pop song. Uh-huh. A pop song to represent a film back when soundtracks were a very big deal. Uh-huh. You broke, artists broke in, broke, uh, broke in a lot for, you know, just for a soundtrack song, for a placement on a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. This was the song. This was everything. Yeah. And Busted Makes Me Feel Good, it does put it just above on our own. But yeah. uh, let, well, the, the full line is, <laughs> sorry, if you've, if you've had a dose, mm, if you've had a dose of a freaky ghost, baby, you better call Ghostbusters. Ow. Let me tell you something. Bustin' makes me feel good. Then it goes, then it breaks it. Yes. But but I think he only says it once. Bustin' makes yeah. me feel good. He only says it once. He only says it once. I agree. Yes, yes. But it's more than enough because, and the beauty of the video, and if you haven't seen the video in a very long time or ever, please go on YouTube, find the video, and enjoy yourself because it starts one way and then the buy-in of having all those stars in it makes it yes. better. And then the cast is in the is in the video, yes. which goes which harkens back to a time. And yes. I, I have I have three videos in my head that this happened with. Okay, this this one is a huge one. Okay, they're, they're dancing with him at the Met. Yeah, doing that the, the famous the dance. The famous, yeah, doing the, fam- the famous, yeah, the famous dance at the Met. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know what Murray was wearing some weird reddish thing. Anyway, they're they're at the Met, so this is big for me. Also, Billy Ocean did uh did um gosh. Now that I'm saying, I can't think of the song. But for Jewel of the Nile, oh, when the going gets tough, uh, no, no, going no. gets tough. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. When the going gets tough, so they're yeah. in the, so he's in the video with, with Kathleen uh, Turner, and, uh, Kathleen Turner Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas, and Danny DeVito. Oh, <laughs> yes. DeVito was in the video. Okay, and then the third one for me, and you know this is me, so this is how I feel about life. Mm-hmm. Saying almost fire, which is around the same time. Saying almost fire by the great John Parr. Yeah, basically the movie. The, yeah. the video is essentially the movie with clips of the film. Yeah, and then the end of the video, the characters from the, the principals from the film are there. They're there. They show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just clips from the movie. The actual. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's, they're in the. They're, they're in, in the video. They're in the video as a part, as, acting as though they are the yeah. roles that they played in the film. Yeah. Like if you watch, if you you don't even well. If you haven't seen, well, you probably you may have seen Cinema's Fire. I don't know. Oh yeah, if you have. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about for our oh, viewers. Okay. But okay. but if well, you watched there was that a time video, where I hadn't, yeah, I don't know hey, if I, I don't. Had updated you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, thank you. So so <laughs> that they ha- they have like they're recreating the, the thing in Ghostbusters, not so much. Yeah. Definitely in um, when the going gets tough. No, they're just like in the video dancing and having fun. But yeah. there, that was a thing. Like I'm gonna put the people that were in the movie. We're gonna put mm-hmm. them in the video mm-hmm. and. And this is the video. And this is how we're going to sell. This is how we're going to sell uh, records, uh, yeah. sell sell these soundtracks, and how we're going to push people to want to go buy tickets. Yeah. So and it and it, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Absolutely, it worked. Absolutely, it worked. So so having having said all that, I I just you know, it's an amazing song. Yeah, and, man. Uh, Look, let's talk about Busted Makes Me Feel Good for just a little bit longer because uh, it, there was there's a. I don't even want to call it a remix a remix or whatever. It's kind of like a, 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 a an interpolation. Uh, this guy Neil, uh, I'm gonna mispronounce his uh, last name, Cisaringa or something like that. Okay, Cisaringa. Uh, it's just called Bustin', and it has that line, and him just saying Bustin', Bustin', Bustin' over and over and over again, uh, and it's incredible. And they brought that up to Ray Parker on uh, the uh, the Quest Love 
uh, interview for him. And if you've never listened to the Quest Love uh, Supreme, Quest Love Supreme, uh, all of their shows are are like three times longer than any of our longest shows. So it can be <laughs> okay. it can be difficult to 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 to. Yeah, I listen to the boy the boys in the hood one. Yeah, boys, boys to men. Sorry, boys uh-huh, to men. Uh-huh. And, and and they're friends, uh-huh. so it only added to the time. Yeah, yeah. But, it's just but, yeah. But the, the Ray Parker interview is hilarious. It's incredible. He talks about how Stevie Wonder uh, was driving and tried to hit him. So adding credence to the whole Stevie Wonder can see theory. Uh, <laughs> he's like Stevie's definitely blind, but he was definitely driving and trying to kill me. Uh, <laughs> so Ray, but he talks about this, and then. Uh, you know, he also talks about uh, the, the the lawsuit that happened between he and Huey Lewis. So, are you familiar with that, Joe? I've read about it, but I, I didn't. Um, it's about the. Is it about the like the core or the the, the chords and the, the baseline? It, it basically, uh, I want a new drug. Yeah, I want a drug. Yeah. So Huey Lewis is saying, "I want a new drug." Basically, has the same baseline, and they they had a settlement in court over it. And then Huey Lewis came out on a on a on a on a like a uh, talk show and starts talking about it. So basically broke the, uh, the, 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 the clause, you know, the, the so he didn't have to pay anymore the right? gag order. So he did. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't have to, you know, he, and now he can talk about it. And basically he was like, nah, it wasn't that at all. Like it just was, you know, like kind of a coincidence thing. Like the, the, the songs so, came out. So it's interesting you say that because, um, and I forgot, this is one thing I did forget to mention about the color purple. My, my dear friend, uh, Eugene Young, uh, the great Gino Young, an outstanding musician, um, singer, songwriter, composer out of Dallas. Uh, Gino, uh, when we were in college, I, I, I you know, because I was a film major, so I always had all these soundtracks. I, always, I had nothing but original scores. You come to, my, come to my room, you can hear the original scores, everything, right? So I was listening, I had Jurassic Park score. Mm-hmm. And Gino, was, Gino told me that John Williams stole that from Quincy Jones. And I was like, huh? And he said, listen to Color Purple. Listen to listen to the uh basically it's like da na da na da na da na da 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 couple bars yeah absolutely identical and it's like oh oh okay all right john williams i see you Mm. you 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 wrote like 700 things bro you could you just you just said forget it i'm not i'm not gonna be a rich for you i need this lead in that i that this from this oscar nominated lead in from quincy jones like you don't know quincy Mm. jones music Mm. you don't know quincy it's probably a little more prolific than you which is like is saying a lot Mm. but but it was really interesting that you you brought that one up for that yeah I was always wondering, like Ray Parker didn't really have a follow up uh, after that, but but shoot, for all I know, he got, a check probably came in yesterday uh, well, from from Ghostbusters. So, but since 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 uh, so what happened? I actually looked it up while we were talking, and uh, it was a 2001 episode of Behind the Music that that Huey Lewis broke oh, wow. the confidentiality agreement and talked about behind it. the music, behind the music. And so Ray was like, yeah, I get paid a whole lot behind that now. <laughs> so he gets paid off of that <laughs> probably more than he gets paid from the royalties from, from the film, so. which is, is a lot, um, you know, and, 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 and full credit to, so Ray, you know, Ray Parker uh, was, was with the group radio, you know, yeah. like, you know, in the early eighties and everything like that. And uh, like, it, it, it was kind of, he wasn't the obvious choice uh, to, to create a song. You know what I mean? Like it just, he no. wasn't, 
you know, I mean, Stevie, obviously, Stevie was who he lost to in the uh, in, in, in Oscars. For I just called to say I love you. Yeah. So, like, Stevie was doing that. That was his wheelhouse. You know what I mean? For, woman, for the woman in red. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That, that is the uh, so my grandma on every birthday, she would call and sing. I just called to say I love you or uh, beautiful, any beautiful. occasion. Yeah, beautiful. So that was one of the things that she would do. No New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> the best line, the best line in that song is uh, you no know, giving thanks to all the Christmas joy you bring. It's like, okay, I'm just gonna take care of this whole thing. Yeah, this took like the whole that whole period. Just, it up. Yeah. And yeah. in one fell swoop. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that, so, was, that was the biggest song of my life um in September of 1984. There was nothing bigger in my life than that song. Like was, I had it on 45. Huge. I had it on 45. I scratch it. My mom would go to Target and give me another 45. It was nice. a big, big, big deal. Nice. Big deal. Nice. Yeah, man. But uh I, I love I love the fact that you you brought it up uh nonetheless, man. And uh yeah, uh the great great filling games is uh playing keyboard on the on the on that song. So you know it gets very important. The keyboard is very important in that. Yeah, the man. horn section, the horn section is extremely important in that yeah. uh as well. Yeah. <laughs> As, and then, as well, and the baseline by my man Lewis Johnson, man, Thunder Thumbs. He, you know, you he's he's the originator of the, of the bass slap, man. You know what I mean? So, slapping uh, the, bass. <laughs> slapping um, the bass. So, so since we're talking about you know how well this film did, I mean, because it did very well. Uh, yeah. Just it, it dominated. Yeah. And, and that's that's what I guess what I was trying to say. Let's say there's a hundred points in your brain. Uh-huh. There's a hundred points. Uh, just of, of something, right? And and with uh-huh. all the different things with tele. So think about this. Fall 84, if I'm not mistaken, in fall of 84, a show debuted on NBC. Oh, you're right. That's 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 the timing. That is the timing. <laughs> All of this stuff. That is the timing. Yeah. 84 was 84 a was the huge year. Yeah. year. Yeah. When yeah. To, like you just said, when multimedia and all of its in all of its splendor, we yeah. were we were the, the country was on full like all gas, all gas, no brakes. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And, yeah. and we were hitting you in every possible way. And yeah. it's really interesting to me how, despite all the things we had going on, and despite all the things that were out there, there was still room for this film to dominate. Yeah, still over everything. So, the two hundred twenty million nine hundred nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety-seven dollars wow. in eighty-four. At number two. Was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which I was not, which I was not allowed to see. One hundred seventy-nine. <laughs> it was the first PG thirteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. One hundred seventy-nine million. Uh-huh. So it beat. So Ghostbusters beat about forty million. Uh-huh. Then after that was Gremlins at one hundred forty-eight million. Then after that, now a movie I did go see was Karate Kid at ninety ah. million. And Karate Kid probably cost a million dollars to make. Me yeah. too. Yeah. And, yeah. and it made ninety million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know uh, the return, a return on film. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess Ghostbusters is probably <laughs> Ghostbusters. When you had two hundred twenty yeah. million, I, I guess, I guess you, you yeah. did. But I'm gonna say Karate Kid was probably two, yeah. number two there in, in return, since there were no special effects, yeah, or, any, or anything like that. Unlike yeah. uh, Temple of Doom and Gremlins, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure they just made their money back uh, for, for the for the rest of those. Other other notables that year were Police Academy. Ah, the original. One million. So Ghostbusters was released June 8th. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom was May 23rd. Ghostbusters and Gremlins were released on the same day. And, and Ghostbusters was in only 1,506 theaters, while Gremlins was in 1,537. Hmm. Police Academy was in 1,587. 
you know what was that? so after police academy then you get footloose at 80 okay number seven are you are you are you ready for this number seven good lord beverly hills cop what wow beverly hills cop only at 77 that, that was that was 84 only only at 77 million but it was in 2006 theaters so now, so so okay. Now they have this all adjusted, mm-hmm. or maybe they have the the video release in it too. So the gross, the gross for Ghostbusters is two twenty. The total gross is two twenty nine. You know who the total gross winner though is that year? Who? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, two thirty four. So it made its money back on home rentals and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. seventy seven seemed real low. Yeah. Then you have uh, Star Trek three. The search for Spock. Definitely saw that in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Terms of Endearment, the tearjerker. Oh, man. Ended up being 108 gross. Romancing the Stone. Here we go. Yeah. 74. And then Splash at 69. Wow. Then, then, then you have Purple Rain, The Natural, Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, The Ridge of the Nerds, Breaking, uh, Bachelor Party, Red Dawn. God bless. Um, all of Me, The Terminator. You know who Friday. quietly had a good year? Who? Tom Hanks. Yeah, he had a good. He had a really good year that year. You're right. Yeah, two two top twenty films. And and what 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 uh and then Columbia, Columbia had pictures one and four with Ghostbusters and Karate Kid, but Paramount, The Rock, was killing it yeah. because they had Footloose, Beverly Hills Cop, Star Trek, Terms of Endearment, and Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Yeah. So they they and then the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. And I know there's got to be one other that. Well, anyway, uh, another other films of note that year, and I'm going to shut up after this for, for a moment. Other films of note that year: The Last Starfighter, mm. uh, Places in the Heart, which I did see, Cannonball yeah. Run Two, yeah, um, the, 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 the Bitter of the Cannonball Runs. Yes, it was, and also the Bitter of the Muppet movies. Muppet Saves Manhattan is my favorite Muppet movie. Uh, you, you and me both. Um, Scarface. Wow, I thought Scarface was '83. Is '84? It says '84, December 9th. 84. Wow. Wow. Scarface, um, sixteen wow. can sixteen candles Ugh. against all odds because I was, was I guess that was that's interesting. I think it was probably up for best original. Can you look up who was up for best original song against all those? But okay. um, the never ending story. Ah, shout out to the stranger, stranger, uh, stranger things. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God, you devil, Dune, a soldier's story. Amadeus. Jeez. Beat wow. Street, Beat Street, The Ice Pirates, Supergirl. Saw that in the theater. Children of the Corn, The Big Chill, Starman. There's a lot of movies. The Starman did uh, The Big Chill only did 12 million gross. 56. That's crazy to me. It was only in 832 theaters. So if that's released now, that soundtrack did far better, though. I'm, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Cotton Club was also that year, did 11 million. Probably cost nine. Wow. <laughs> the Rescuers is 83 release. DC Cab. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, this is kind of this is kind of fun to look at. Nightmare on Elm Street was that year. Which Oscars was this? Is the eight so you just do it by year, just 84. If it's 84, just 84. Okay. That's how they do it. That's how they I know, I know it's like we, we look at it like, oh, what year did the Oscars happen? So it's 84. It should be 1984. Oscar. Okay, 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 okay. You, you, you should be able to scroll down and see. Red, I, red I usually, 
am much better about this. Uh, no, but I'm usually quicker on the. Uh, I'm usually I usually get off. I'm off a year when I do it. Um, yeah. But, so, but nonetheless. No, it wasn't that year. It must have been the year before because spl- that's Splash Dance. Uh, let's see. Here. I'm wrong, of course. Of course, then it was, was it 85. It has to be 85. Oh my bad, man. Oh, you good? You good? Um, oh yeah, here. Purple Rain. Purple Rain won the score. All right, so uh, best original song. Um, Should be I just called. I just called to say I love you more. Against all odds. Uh, Footloose. Let's hear it mm-hmm. for the boy. Let's hear it for the boy. Footloose had two songs. Yeah, I mean it was a it's a musical. Yeah, I, I, it, it makes sense to me. And and and, and oddly enough, so Amadeus won Best Picture, and, and Rock Me Amadeus, uh, which was Rock Me Amadeus was a, a big song that year. It was like Falco. It was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Falco. What's yeah. weird is though, in that year they had original score, original song score, and then original song. They don't have. That's not. That's unusual. They don't always have all three of those categories. No. So they. It's, I guess they were. This is so odd. Did they want to give Prince an award? <laughs> it appears that they did because, <laughs> because it's only three, it's only three things in the category. Three musical, there's three musical categories. Like, yeah, maybe that's the old thing. I, I never heard of that before. Me neither. Music original song score. What's the no. difference between score? But, but Fortune, no, Muppet Take Manhattan was up and it, it had some great songs. Oh, yeah. And then I guess Chris Christopherson and the songwriter was also up, but but um, the winner being purple. So basically, they they were they were acknowledging the body of work that was the soundtrack. Okay, that's it's, so I guess it's best soundtrack. Essentially, it's called song score, but it looks like best soundtrack because he didn't win for the song Purple Rain. Okay, he won for the for music from the from Purple Rain. So Joe, I looked at the next year, right? Yeah, that's not a category. The next year. No, I, I was it in eighty. Was it a year before then? Let, let's see. <laughs> if so, that's the wildest thing we probably have ever talked about on this show. They created a category for Purple Rain. So Prince can win an Oscar. Prince and Stevie Wonder can win an Oscar the same night. Wow. Which, which you know, increases uh, the, maybe it was a way to for diversity. All right, so it was the best original song score or adaptation score was in, in the previous year, and and it had only three nominees that previous year. Yentl, which I don't, I, I don't, I've never heard of Yentl. You know Stryce Sam, man. Yeah, ah, she, okay. she's uh, a great tagline. She loves him, but he loves her, but she loves her. It was really weird. Okay, okay. The Sting 2 and Trading Places. <sighs> trading Places? The Trading Places that we've, we've done on the Open what music? Podcast. What music did they have? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Constance on the make. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't an original song. That's definitely adapted. Oh, uh, the Neutron Dance. I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, unless what the Neutron Dance? I, hey, that's that's all. Oh, I got. I, I, and I think Landis used the guy he used that I the Reitman used all the time. Um, that Wright, Reitman used from um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name now. But he used him in um, in uh, uh, Animal House. Um, okay. He was a he was a big time scorer, and he wanted, okay. he wanted he wanted he wanted a, a heavy score for like, the comedy. Okay, uh, but but yeah. So for original so looking song, back, sure. looking back, that was a category. I, I've seen some history there. That okay. that was the so what it, it is. Been the dawn, it, Prince, Prince, Prince won the very last one of them. Yeah, I guess so. So you know, either way, Prince is a history maker. And, yeah, plus, and, plus and, it makes me feel good. 
Um, <laughs> it's I the greatest land. It is. I forgot that a soldier's story was up for best picture. Was that it? year? I thought oh. I thought the only nomination was a uh, Adolf Caesar. Oh. Uh, no, that in picture. Wow. Tell me the director though. I would hope that it, it was Norman Jewison, right? Yeah. 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 It was. It was he up? Uh, no, sir. He was not. Back wow. to what my father said. <laughs> Back to my wow. Yeah. Uh, hey, sure, no director. Was, natu- was a natural. Yeah, it was a natural up for best picture. I don't think it was. Huh. Should have been. Oh, places in the heart was amazing though. Um, yeah. So yeah. was the killing. So was the killing field. So was Amadeus. Yeah. That was a good. That was a. That's a tough. I've year. seen all those movies that uh, from that year too. And, and, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a tough year, boy. They, they're yeah. going heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hot, the high stinking cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that one. That's and that's when you know, Sally Field won. Yeah, that was that was young Danny. Danny Glover was on a roll, bro. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> back then, by the way. Yes, he was. Then he did. Yes, he, was. he did Silverado the next the next year. Yeah. He was he was on a he was on a tear. Yeah. Um. So I know we got off on a tangent on that one, but but we were looking at specifically how well it did. Yeah. And. And I'm pretty sure the soundtrack, which I can't tell you another song from the film, but I'm pretty sure the soundtrack did well as well. Yeah. And uh, and and I'm even in a year like that. Uh, number one songs in 1984. <laughs> I'm sure Ghostbusters. Is oh no okay okay the number one song of '84 was When Doves Cry. Okay. Ghostbusters though from a movie was number nine. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, oh, but 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 okay. So the num- when doves cry, what's love got to do with it? Of course. Say say say. Footloose from a film. Against all odds from a film. Jump. Hello. Owner of a lonely heart. Then Ghostbusters. Then Karma Chameleon. God wow. bless it. God bless it. Eighty four. That's that's a strong. That's a murderer's row of songs, man. Every last one of those songs. Every last one of those songs is incredible. Actually, this whole then then I don't remember. Mi- Missing You by John Waite, uh, but then All Night Long. Oh, Missing You? I ain't missing you at all. Oh, baby, that, oh, that's him. Okay, okay, no, no, yeah. I do know it. Since you been gone, I missing you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm off, sorry, sorry, I'm off. Uh, let's hear it for, All Night Long, let's hear it for the boy. They love, let's hear it for the boy. Dancing in the Dark. Oh, one of the greatest Girls videos ever. Have fun. Yes. Radio Gaga, Time After Time, Jump For My Love. Talking in your sleep, self control. I don't know that song. Oh, Let's that's a great play. Laura Brennigan. Yes, you it is Laura Brennigan. Make me lose my. All right, so if you ever play Grand Theft Auto, any of those Grand Theft Auto games, yeah. It's great. It's a great song. Okay, great I song. believe you. Hold me down, song. Joanna. I just want uh, to say I love you at 25. Somebody's watching me. Break my stride. 99 Love Balloons. Gosh, all in one year. I can, I dream, can dream about, about you. you. The glamorous <laughs> life. Woo! Oh, Sherry by Steve Perry. Sherry, oh, yeah, Steve, the great Steve Perry. It's funny how many of these people were also on 85's biggest song, yeah. We Are the World. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I, but probably because they were they were Grammy nominees and they were in town to be able to go record. Can you imagine, you know, just, just Grammy night, instead of going out, you come to record a song to raise money to to procure feed food, the hungry. yeah, to feed the hungry in the continent of Africa instead of going out. That's um, the biggest, the biggest. That's the power of Quincy Jones. That's the power yes. of Quincy Jones. It is. Quincy well, Jones well, did well, that. well, well, well. I'm up to 50. 
it's bad. It's a bad list. I know all these songs. Bad list. It's a bad list, brother. Borderline. That's my sunglasses are nice at night. Borderline is still my favorite uh, Madonna song. Borderline and uh, and uh, 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 the the one from uh, Bedtime Stories, the the baby face one. I don't really love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that and um, yeah. Live to Tell is mine. Live to Tell. Live to Tell is number three. I love Live to Tell. I, I, I that and yeah. uh, open open your heart just because the way it opens. Open your heart's great. Yeah. I, I just I I like that. I like the video as well. Um, Borderline's lyrics. Are so when I when I think Madonna though, it's it's total video hits one. It's like they, they were made. Even though I know she was in TV, but they, but that era her of video, Madonna, like VH1 True Blue, videos. True Blue, yeah. Yeah. True Blue, and all that kind of stuff. And they were they were filmed. She was making small films back then. Yeah. They weren't they weren't they weren't uh, quick, showy, flashy, flashy stuff like that. It was a very it was a very different look. Yeah. And feel we are way off though, but yeah, but, we are, we are, we are, we are. But um, <laughs> anything else? Yeah, I do want to talk real quick about the TV tie-ins, uh, and particularly oh, the how, many, how many iterations? All right, how many iterations. So, how many iterations? Have? So check this out though. The crazy thing about the cartoon. So you know there was a, the Ghostbusters cartoon, and if you notice, they had to call themselves the real Ghostbusters on uh-huh. the, on the cartoon, right? Because there was another one. There was a out. Ghostbusters from like the '30s. It was like a, a serial. And oh, they, I thought it was because there's other groups that just another group. Just no, came they, another woman is, just so they were actually the original, and like with oh. the gorilla and 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 yeah, like just I remember that weird with, but they they were original, and they were like this this long dead like almost in the uh whatever when it goes to the public domain, you know how stuff goes to the public domain mm-hmm. if it hadn't been used. Yeah, it was almost to that point, and then they released Ghostbusters the movie, and they were like, oh yeah, well, we're gonna capitalize on this, and we're gonna. You know, so you like on your little TV guy, you say, Oh, go but Ghostbusters cartoon is coming on. I'm gonna go watch that. And it's the fake, you know, the fake, but original. I remember that. I remember that. I just never understood why they were um, capitalizing on the on the you know on, but, on but, the but and we know Winston Zettimore was played by whom on the real Ghostbusters? Oh, uh, Arsidio, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Arsidio the Arsidio Hall. In case you thought <laughs> only our only things Arsidio could do with Eddie Murphy or, or his own talk show, he he definitely was was Winston. Uh, the great Lorenzo music. Anytime Bill Murray's involved, Lorenzo music's going to play his, his cartoon version and, and vice versa. Uh, you know, so the great Lorenzo music was Ray. Uh, you know, Dave Coulier, my main man, Dave Coulier uh, of, of uh, You Ought to Know fame and uh, Pool House fame. You Ought to Know fame. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, and, well and Out of Control also. I, I can't, I, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Out of Control on, uh, on Nickelodeon. One of my favorite shows of all time. Did you ever see Out of Control? I, I know of it though. My like my um my, Jordan uh, probably my brother watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say it's 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 definitely a Jordan thing because they, they had a lot of improv, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh but yeah, man. So the uh the cartoons and then you know, of course, like they they the cartoons went on for years and years and years. Uh, you know, Slimer was a big character in the cartoons. Um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a lot of people my age probably know the cartoons better than the movie to some extent, you know, and, and get confused by because the characterization is so different. Like Egon's a blonde on the cartoon and, you know, doesn't look anything like Harold Ramis at all. And uh, Peter doesn't look anything like Bill Murray, really. But again, has Lorenzo music. So, you know, it's it's Bill. It's Bill Murray. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, cartoons were, were great and, you know, uh, controversial and, you know, people cashing in. As they do. And then Halloween that year uh, to, to, you know, and this is I love the resurgence when the Ghostbusters franchise came back, the resurgence of the uh, Halloween costumes. 
Uh, because those Ghostbusters Halloween costumes were the ones, like, you know, except no substitutes. You could not have a bootleg Ghostbusters. I did. <laughs> I didn't, well, I didn't even have, my mother wouldn't even get them. I just, I just made, I just had like a shirt and I just made, I just put Zetamore on the on my shirt. I wrote oh, Zetamore wow. on the shirt. Oh, wow. And, and um, that was who I was. And then and I had a backpack, like an extra backpack. Uh-huh. I was the black, I was, I was Winston. And, yeah. and, uh, and the, the rest of the guys, Wally Jones, Ryan Eatman, and I can't remember the third. I think it's Jeff Ellenbogen, and then me, uh, <laughs> Wally Jones, Ryan Eatman, Jeff Ellenbogen, and me, Joseph Carlos, nice. uh, as as Winston Zettimore in nice. fourth grade, in fourth yes. grade, for yes. for Halloween, and Probably. we were a big deal. We were a big deal. I bet. Uh, but I bet. but we all had different variations of the proton pack because uh-huh. Ellenbogen had. I remember Jeff had like a, a box that uh-huh. was black, and then he, they put um, he had a he had an egg carton. That they mm. they uh they spray painted black and taped it to it and then okay. like a tube his mom Mackie Ellenberg she had like a, a tube he had like a fake the fake gun. I mean, his oh, thing wow. was pretty legit even nice. even just had like, like a backpack just like everybody else put that much had a backpack like me uh-huh. Uh-huh. but but so I was a Ghostbuster this year for yes Sage wanted me to be a Ghostbuster yes and I was one this year for Halloween uh basically primarily based off the fact that uh, my nephew Kendon was one last year and I didn't even notice. Because I took, you know, I take pictures of the kids every year for Thanksgiving yeah. for Halloween, and uh, I always call it Halloween landscaping, by the way. Anyway, um, <laughs> and, and uh, he had the Zetamore on, so it was kind of uh-huh. cool. Like his parents were like, because they'll give you all the patches. Yeah, yeah. The reason yeah. I even have this patches because when I ordered mine from Party City, uh-huh. it wasn't clear about who you'd get. It just had yeah. Spangler. It just had Vinkman. Yeah. In the on the on the on the um, you know, in the description. Yeah. But yeah. you get you get you get you get uh, all the patches. Dance, yeah, you get Stance and and um, I get the Egon's last name right now, uh, but you get Spangler. Gosh, Stance, Spangler, Vinkman, and Zetamore. And yeah. so I went and bought this from Amazon for like three dollars. Nice. And, uh, and then this little <laughs> this this is from Target for seven. Yes. And uh, good fellows. Then you have ten, ten, ten. Yeah, the good people are good fellows. Yes. Uh, they <laughs> so soft, so soft, yeah. oh, <laughs> so yeah. agreeable. Yeah. Then you have yeah. a nice. Then you have some one of a kind Ghostbusters gear. Yeah, so idea, I'll get a patch. I'll get a Ghostbusters patch and put it back here. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's the idea. Just and to, then you can go to on uh, the shoulder. You go to kids' birthday parties, man. Yeah, <laughs> play the song. So, and it don't look good. He <laughs> man, he man. <laughs> oh man, what a time! What a time! Hey, uh, so I think. Well, do, I know we talked about the famous uh, Lewis Tully Vince Clortho line. Any other uh, one-liners that you? You want to? Uh, I've seen blank that'll turn you white. Uh, <laughs> and I told I told you my favorite line. I told you my favorite line is uh, forget uh, forget. Uh, actually, I want to get hear yours because I want to get this line right. Uh, but but uh, what are your favorite lines? Of? So uh, you know, of course, I like uh, cats and dogs, and uh, it's like cats and dogs living together or something like that. Like mass hysteria. Yeah, mass hysteria. <laughs> dogs and cats living together. <laughs> mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, the uh, are you a god? And 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 uh, she's like, no. Uh, why am I blanking on these lines, man? Uh, I had them already. When somebody asks you a god, you say, you say yes. yes, yes. That's exactly it. Somebody okay, asks you, it <laughs> you say yes. Uh, let's say see. Yes. Here. Um, I found mine, but go ahead. Yours. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and do yours, man. Because I, I I'll fill up because this is this is really a joke. Like you, this is your wheelhouse. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dr. Peter Vinkman, Ray, pretend for a moment. Now they're in jail uh-huh. and they got they got the plans for the place. And everybody's kind of like, 
leaning over and everybody in jail is leaning <laughs> leaning over and paying attention to what they're saying. And at some point, and Vinkman looks up and he goes, everybody getting this? Because they're, they're in a holding cell. And uh-huh. like all the guys in the holding cell look like, yeah. oh, this is interesting, right? So he's like, everybody getting this? And then, and then, and then, he, and then he says, Ray, pretend for a moment, I don't know anything about metallurgy, engineering, or physics, and just tell me what the hell is going on. And Stan says, he just looks at him dead and says, you never studied. It, which to me, <laughs> my dad, when he sees that, he falls off the, yeah, that's, that's a very doctor. I also, yes. I yes, and, I and, relate and so much. Now I understand, like, why Tim said that because it's like I'm sitting here working with this person who who literally has no clue, and life or death hangs in the balance. Okay, yeah. Yeah. and you idiot, you didn't study. You, didn't study. you never, you never studied. Yeah. Uh, another one of my favorite lines is when the 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 professor, the uh, dean at Columbia, comes in and just says, "Doctor." Vinkman. Basically, like, <laughs> I'm going to loosely call you this doctor. Right. I know you got it by the skin of your, by the hair of your chin chin chin. Right. But you're a doctor um, name only. <laughs> yes, you're a doctor. Well, actually, he had two. Remember, he had two. Yeah, he, uh, he was like parasitology and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two things that have nothing to do with each other. It's just nothing. amazing. You did not use the magic word. What is the magic word? <laughs> Please. Uh, you got any lines? What you got? Um. So, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was the line, uh, my, my line, uh, where he's like, uh, back off, I'm a scientist. Like, I refer to that all the time. <laughs> when, uh, they, sure. they, what, what, what exactly was happening at that moment? Uh, it was, it was Egon that says it. He's like, back off, I'm a scientist. Um, where somebody was, was bugging him about something or the other. And then the one about the roach, like, uh, oh, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it'll bite your head off. <laughs> Sedamore, Winston says, hey, hey, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hold it. Now, are we actually going to go before a federal judge and tell him that some moldy Babylonian god is going to drop in on Central Park West and start tearing up the city? Then Spingler says, Sumerian, not Babylonian. Yeah. <laughs> Vinkman. Yeah, big difference. Winston, no offense, guys. I got to get my own lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, the you know, it's just it's, it's like it's more about the dialogue even in some points than it is about the actual quotes, like the one-liners themselves. Uh, but they play off each other again to, to the point earlier, man. They play off each other so well. Uh it, it's fantastic, man. So anyway, uh, I think we got everything for Ghostbusters. Uh I don't know, I'm sure I hope Lenny's listening. I, I hope Lenny gives us some feedback because I know he he's invested in it. I know Joe uh, uh Jordan is is invested in it as well. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, yes, indeed, brother. Well, well, um, hopefully you know busted makes me feel good we did oh, some yeah. we did some <laughs> hopefully we did justice to this film i love this movie it yeah. ranks it ranks as one of my favorite films from my childhood it's still one of my favorite yeah. films today yeah uh top 25 for me period yeah. of all movies ever made yeah uh I, I i just love the way it makes me feel yeah uh uh and it just it's nostalgia reminds me of a time yeah and even when like we mentioned even when a time in 1984 when there was so much competition mm-hmm. um this film still rose to the top yeah. and and killed it yeah and uh and ruled the day so yes, indeed indeed uh, so uh indeed. I, hey brother i appreciate I, you always no problem i did i did finally find my, my one other quote oh let's go let's go that's the bedroom but nothing ever happened in there what a crime <laughs> what a crime <laughs>
Yes. Yes. Very yes. nice. You know, Peter Jenkins. Nice. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, man, I enjoyed this movie tremendously as well. Uh, you know, I, I, you said that the, the two caught some flack, but for me, I, I love two just as much as I love one. Yeah, uh, I, I love Vigo. Uh, you know, Vigo the Carpathian Master and Vigo. everything. Yes, the Master, Master Vigo. Vigo. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. That's not legal. <laughs> Bobby put a lot into that, man. Bobby, Bobby. Hey, let's, let's circle back to that. I don't think we concluded that really. Did so? Which is better to you, on our own or uh, Ghostbusters? On our own. On our own is yeah. a better song. Yeah, I, I, I think on our own. By our and, and and I like the I like the cameos in on our own. Like the the they stay with the um they stay look. We're quite, this is your reading. This is your assignment. If you okay. if you gotten this far, this no. This is the assignment of any of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. go out to YouTube, Vivo, wherever you where you find your videos uh, from from the past. Watch the two videos and just let us know. Yeah, tell, tell yeah. Them, let us know. Let, let us know, know what which you is your favorite. Yeah, what you feel personally. I'm a, I'm a on our own guy. Yeah. Um, but you know it is what it is. But yeah, I, I know I'm, all the lyrics on our own to this day. Like I, yeah. I, I definitely know them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Summer '89, and that's yeah. another something. Ooh. Yeah. We yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they picked the they picked some summers boy they picked yeah, some they times did. They, to did. Make some- they did but they summer eighty nine summer eighty nine nineteen eighty nine oh summer another number all <laughs> of the fucking drama music in your heart because you know you got soul yeah brothers and sisters uh but you know that's that's do the right thing obviously yeah. that's that's um June twenty third everything changed with yeah. uh the Batman I'm yes. Batman. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's not Christian Bale. That's Batman. That is um, that is Michael Keaton, uh, Mr. Mom, baby. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mom, Daddy. Mr. Mom is a underrated film. It is. I'm just gonna say that uh, it's an underrated film. It doesn't get it doesn't get its due. But it's probably on right now in Poland or in in Poland Springs, Oregon. It's on somewhere. Yeah. It's it's, Some, it's on somewhere. It's streaming. Somebody's watching. Somebody's watching. Martin Martin Mull. Ah, oh, the great Martin Mull, man. Great Martin Mull. Yes. <laughs> not enough. Not enough is said about his greatness. At any rate, Joe. Uh, until next time, I've been Calvin Smith. He's Joe Carlos. Uh, this is still, the Open still Podcast. Uh, we're still here. Uh, still standing. Still strong. Like Antoine Fisher, baby. Uh, follow us. And I'm still it. waiting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe to Absolutely. Uh, follow us. Listen to us. Stream us. Uh, subscribe. Like. Tell a friend. All that good stuff, interact, uh, get our numbers up, baby. Uh, Until next time, we'll see you. Peace.